Hey, Oz. Hey, Curtis. <laughs> hey, what movie are we watching this week? Ooh, I've got a combo for you. Uh, here's a gimme. Bad Santa. Well, yeah. Crossed with a bit of Rankin and Bass Christmas shows. Love it. And a whole lot of Jerky Boys. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we are watching Santa's Sleigh. Oh, the jerky boys. The jerky boys. I almost went, I almost went crank yankers, but I'm like, no, nah, that's let's go jerky boys. Jerky boys, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you, I mean, I I don't hear a lot of, of like your like sort of nineties and two thousands, you know, like 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 turd in the boog man. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> right. It's me. It's it's Steve and the Booger. <laughs> <laughs> it's butt crack in the Smith brothers. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's like those like sh- like those morning radio DJ yeah. pairs like <laughs> like the only one that's really kind of stood the test of time is Bob and Tom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm with you. It's like, oh, if you, somebody's over there just like, with like one of those wind-up New Year's crank toys. Yeah. I forget. I think I know the answer to this, but my memory is telling me otherwise. Did You, you watched Parks and Rec, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, 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 uh, <laughs> the shock jocks that they oh, had. Oh, oh played, those played are great. By, it was Matt Besser and yeah. Nick Kroll. Yeah. Those, I love Nick Kroll. I absolutely love Nick Kroll. I'm very, very hit or miss on Nick Kroll. Sometimes I think he's like one of the funniest people I've ever seen. And other times I'm just rolling my eyes. Like, you know, like, like he's like, it's, it's, it's Steve Martin or Nick Swardson. Like he, he's in like, yeah. he, like he bounces yeah. back and oh, forth yeah. between like. Yeah, I could see that. Um, but yeah, there's, uh, did you ever watch, I know I've talked to you about it before the league. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I have not devoted time to just yeah, sitting. That, and that's like, like, that's a very fun show. Very. It's like, it hits on several different levels. It hits on that, like frat boy bromance kind of thing, but it also mm-hmm. hits on just funny stuff. Like well, it kind of, it kind of makes fun of that. Too, oh yeah, it? absolutely. It, it, like, it like celebrates and denigrates yeah, it, like, like frat boy type. I, I feel like the, like bring it on the original, bring it on fills that same void of like, yeah. if you love cheerleading, you're going to love it. If you hate cheerleading, you're going to love you're it. You're going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're indifferent to cheerleading, you're going to hate it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you've never heard of cheerleading, it'll be a complete mystery to you. So, uh, welcome back, listeners and viewers, to another week of Let's Talk About Flicks, the podcast where we take a month of theme. This month being wrestlers in cinema, mm. no, wrestlers in film. I don't. Fa- I, it's not fair to call. I, it I, I, I think this is cinema. Cinema. Francois Truffaut. That's <laughs> right. I think would look kindly on this month. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's true. It's like, hey, did you see that new Ingmar Bergman movie? Oh no, I was too busy watching <laughs> David was- Steinman's most recent directed DVD. <laughs> Uh, but yeah we are here this week to talk about uh bill goldberg's santa's sleigh (laughs) a movie that honestly is way more fun than it should be it's it it is it is a fun time i'll give it that yeah it's it's way way more fun than it should be um so yeah i uh before we get too far though we do want to give Mm -hmm. a shout out to our patreon subscribers Don S, Aaron A, and Mandy K. In yep, case yep, you guys, yep. in case you guys want to check out now instead, of, like <laughs> like we stick around to hear our voices heard. We're not going to make you wait. If you wanted to yep. duck out and to hear us uh, talk about Santa's sleigh, here's your exit time. So, 
Uh, but in, if you do want to stick around, we are going to talk about all of the goodness uh, that is Santa's sleigh. Um, who do we have in our esteemed cast of characters? Yes, yes. This, one this. that one that we joked about last week mm-hmm. really threw me for a curveball. I almost threw Scream in our movie marriage. Yeah, I can as, see that. As like, let's take the big name actors and get them out of the picture. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll I'll say that as far as the characters go, fair. There's really only four. That yeah. Oh, kind of yeah. matter. Absolutely. And it's, and it's Santa, the spawn of Satan. Santa. Yeah. Pl- played by the one and only Bill Goldberg. Right. Yes, that Bill Goldberg. That Bill Goldberg. Uh huh. <laughs> and then we have Nick. Played by Douglas Smith. Um, because this cast is so short, I'll, I'll, I'll give some of their other credits. Uh, Douglas Smith of Big Love, Big Little Lies, and The Alienist fame. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. Uh, Nick yeah. Is, a, is, a, is a teenager, works at a local deli. Uh, he lives with his, um, his kind of kooky grandpa. Yeah, he lives with his, his, the movie's version of Doc Brown. Yes. Uh, grandpa, played by Robert Culp. Of the greatest American hero. I did see that. <laughs> I looked that up. Yeah. <laughs> Who can it be? Yeah. As well as uh, as the original I Spy featuring the one and only Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Nothing problematic there. Nope. Not at all. Nope. Uh, the other main-ish character is Mac, uh, Nick's love interest, played by Emily DeRaven. Of the Hills Have Eyes remake. I, yeah, I did see that. As well as Brick Remember Me. And uh, she had uh, prominent roles in Lost and Once Upon a Time. So, carved herself a nice career. Yeah, around this movie, by the way. <laughs> like, yes, all, yeah. all of these people have done other, better things. Things, yes. <laughs> uh, and then we're treated to a couple, uh, a couple side characters. We have Mr. Green... The deli owner, yeah, poor uh, played guy. by played by Saul Rubinick. Yeah, uh, we have Pastor Timmons, played by SCTV and uh, and uh, was it Doug McKenzie? I yeah, forget which McKenzie I don't know. He's Doug. one of the McKenzie brothers. One of the McKenzie brothers, Dave Thomas, not not Wendy's Dave. Not Thomas. not yeah, not founder of <laughs> Wendy's. Although that that movie would have been pretty sweet too. <laughs> yes, I would have liked that as well. And then uh, this will transition into the opening of the movie, Oz. We have the Mason family. Yeah. Uh, a family, a cranky family, celebrating the holidays. James, an uncredited I James noticed. Kahn. I was surprised to see it because, again, uh-huh. shows up nowhere. Even yep. on IMDb, it doesn't even list him as uncredited. It's yes. just not there. Yes, playing the family patriarch. Uh, his, I think it's his, his wife. I believe his wife. Yeah. Played by uh, Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher is there. Uh, and then uh, Rebecca Gayhart and Chris Kattan are also there. Yeah, as well as a couple other just no-name, yeah. like, teenage actors. Yeah. So they, they are kind of blinking-you-miss-it cameos, but they are there right They're... at the beginning of the movie. There, there was money left in the budget, I guess. Yeah. And then let's, <laughs> let's tack on a, a uh, prelogue. Uh-huh. <laughs> here's, here's our movie's foreword. Yes. So speaking of that forward, Oz, why don't we dive into the exploits of the Mason family? We do. The Mason family is sitting around Christmas dinner just bickering. Uh, Oh, yes. Just really, they're just a 
terrible family. They yeah, are they're awful people. They are wealthy yet materialistic. Mm-hmm. And there's comments on how the turkey last year was terrible. And it's just whatever. It's it's a bunch of famous ish people. Sure. James Conn is famous. He, the others are, I'd say, right. famous ish. They're sitting around and they're a bunch of names, and you're like, oh, okay. And then Santa comes down the chimney and proceeds to murder them all in extremely <laughs> violent, graphic ways, which were kind of fun. Like, uh-huh. uh, he takes Fran Drescher and drowns her in eggnog before, uh, not before burning her uh, yeah, face. He burns her face, and then, like, she's walking around looking like, um, she reminded me a lot of uh, Angelica's doll in Rugrats cartoon. <laughs> patchy hair everywhere. Wasn't expecting a Rugrats reference. And uh, dunks her head in eggnog to drown her. Uh, takes mm-hmm. this star off the tree and uh, uses it as a shuriken. Yep. Um, t- was it James Caan? Was basically he got his hands stabbed to the table mm-hmm. and then like turkey like rammed down his gullet um and it's just it's just you're watching it and you're like oh we haven't even hit the title yet nope and you have you've taken out the majority of the budget Mm -hmm. like i will say not before chris katan and fran drescher also shared a a moment as well they did i forget the moment though even though i just watched this the other day i still forget the moment i think uh i think was it the rebecca gayhart character her and um and James Kahn's daughter, was that it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Chris Kattan married in and Fran Drescher yeah. um, in, invited Chris Kattan to uh, not quite stand under the mistletoe. No, no. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> the the turkey leg on the table wasn't the only thing being felt. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they were they were just disgusting. And then they're gone. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you that, said, that, Blake, it. can you miss it? And now we have opening credits. And yeah. it's like, all like we did, we joked, like all of these people were in, this, were in the cast list on IMDb and on Wikipedia. We're like, oh, this person's going to be in there. Oh, this person, this ought to be fun. And then they're just gone. Yeah. Literally 90 seconds in, they're all gone. Le- leaving me at least to like, I have no idea where this movie's going. Okay, I, uh, yeah, it's like okay, now what? Yeah, I know Santa's <laughs> evil, but I don't know where it's going. Uh, so we do, we get the opening credits, and then we see, and the opening credits were okay. It was almost like they were written biblically, like yeah, <laughs> it, it was an interesting. Look, it, it was showing opening credits. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of showing what happened. Long story short, uh, just because it's not ruining the plot of this movie. Like, like there's a plot to right. ruin anyway. Um, <laughs> Santa is... It's called Santa's Slay. Right, right. That's L-A-Y. Santa is uh, evil. And a thousand years ago, he mm-hmm. lost a curling match to an angel. Yes, you heard that right, folks. <laughs> <laughs> this movie... Oz didn't, Oz didn't just have a stroke no, halfway no. through that sentence. This movie does take place in Canada. Oh, so... this movie is super Canadian. So Canadian. Um so yeah, an angel beat the evil Santa in a curling match, forcing him to be good for a thousand years. Yes. And guess what? This Christmas is 1,000 years later than mm-hmm. after that. So Santa's back and he's got, he, he as he says, he's here to spread the Christmas fear, the Yuletide fear. Mm-hmm. Um, so he rides into town on this giant <laughs> buffalo 
like evil buffalo thing. And uh, oh, by the way, the town that he's coming to is Hell Township. Oh, um, oh there yeah. There's uh there is you don't have to think real hard in this movie. You don't there's there's no there's no what's his motivation? Because they'll just tell you right yeah. out. Yeah. Uh Again, yeah. It's called Santa's sleigh. Right. Uh, speaking of speaking of, of Buffalo Oz, do you did you ever see there was a bit that uh, Conan O'Brien did for a couple years on his show? I, I think I, did, I think where, I know where you're going. Is where, it where, where, Will Forte? Will Forte, is, yeah. As Ted Turner. Whoa, whoa! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they bring about it a stuffed yeah. buffalo. <laughs> I do. Yeah, this is my best friend Teddy Junior. <laughs> oh man, Will Forte is extremely underrated as a, yes. as a comedian. I love Will Forte. I. I really enjoyed that show, Last Man on Earth, until they started. Oh my god, what a great show! Until they started adding a lot of other people, but yeah. like when it was just him and like one or two others, it's like this show is great. And then it kind of jumped the shark a little bit. When it's, you, it got a, it, it had a different feel to it after the other characters arrived. Yeah. I will say, I still enjoyed it. Oh yeah, it was good um, for sure. And they, god, it got canceled. Uh, like I think they had got through four seasons. And was they had it? Planned was to it do a five? Was it a Fox show? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So. And so there was this this big cliffhanger, like season cliffhanger, and... Then they never it. never resolved it, so... Yeah. Yeah, Santa rides into town, um, and just, again, just to go on a killing spree. And everybody's, yeah, di- everybody's dying in various, like, holiday-themed ways. Um, he does show up at a strip club, a gentleman's club. Um, mm-hmm. Like, he... Kicks a dog. Well, he kicked a dog in the 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 you know yeah. the the pre credit scene. Um, shows up, just walks in in his full t- Santa garb. Um, just grabs a a dancer by her hair, pulls her backwards, and lays a big one on her. Like, and then proceeds to like murder everybody in this gentleman's mm-hmm. club, with the exception of Pastor Timmons. Yeah, he's um, able to weasel his because way out. because that's that's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the pastors yeah. at the strip club. That's funny. Again, Dave Thomas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which I will say that that yeah. every every performer there, there was lots. Uh, for a moment, you felt like this was an '80s horror movie. Oh, for sure. Lots. There's of, there's boobies everywhere. Lots of TNA for sure. Yeah. Um, Dave Thomas was like, you know what, you guys, you want to shoot this scene again? Because I don't think I got my lines right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we could let's let's just stay here. Um, but yeah, he he survives. Um, they have <laughs> they have a uh, they have a service, and, and I'll come back to it later. <laughs> they have a service for all of those that were lost in the the <laughs> gentlemen's club massacre. Right. Despite them being a scourge on our you know on yeah. our little town, they were still members of the community. And then he starts naming them off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do come back to that later on. Okay. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> um there's a there's a Jewish business owner in town. He runs the deli. Yep. Um and this is where we meet Nicholas, uh, Nicholas Yulson because it's a holiday theme movie. Yes. So <laughs> it's like whatever, you know. You may as well just lean I, into yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. That's just what I was going to say. If you're going to do it, just do it. Just just do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think, just do it. <laughs> so yeah, Nicholas Yulson, he's uh he's working at this Jewish deli making just anti-semitic cracks and but he's but he's really is um he's he's not being anti-semitic as much as he's just making 
comments like, do you guys even believe in Santa because you're Jewish and well, you get the idea he was kind of poking fun at the owner a little bit that, yeah th- then the old lady walks in oh yeah i forgot about the old lady this old lady walks in and she is just a nightmare but it's a it's an old lady that's saying a bunch of swear words isn't that funny it, that's always funny as old ladies funny. do that that's funny <laughs> this um, movie really milks that joke oh oh yes yes they do uh, the, bad words are funny yeah especially out of the mouth of an old lady mm-hmm. um and so he returns home. He's living with his grandpa. They don't they don't celebrate Christmas. Christmas is is off limits. Not and it's not off limits to them for the same reason. Like Kate and Gremlins doesn't celebrate Christmas. <laughs> yeah, 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 that got dark fast. Uh, yeah, but it's it's just because of it's not like Nicholas doesn't really know why, uh, but it's just not. Nicholas has a little love interest, Mary Mack. Mary, mm-hmm. uh, ha ha, Mary Mack. Um, Mary Mackenzie. Uh, I'm sure. I wonder if she's related to Bob and Doug. Probably. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I wouldn't. No one, no one how this film kind of came together. Probably together. Like, the fact that Dave Thomas is in it. Yeah, let's make her a Mackenzie as well. Um, mm-hmm. And so she's basically. You get the vibe. She's. She's more of a man than Nicholas is. Yeah. You know, she, she grows up in a house full of guns and goes hunting. and But it's like, but she's still very female. She's yeah. putting the moves on him. He's the one that doesn't understand. Uh, it's like, it's just, it's a weird vibe they've got because she's mm-hmm. clearly really into him. And while he doesn't really like friend zone her, I just don't think he gets the fact that she's attracted to him. Yeah, like like he likes her as well. But yeah, he just he just kind of doesn't know what to do with it. Right. It's it's like yeah. I can identify with the new character a lot. <laughs> uh, I went through I went through a spell as well after. Um, I remember one one instance where it was uh, it Golden Apple one summer. We okay. all went as a big crew out to Clark's, a restaurant. Yep. Uh, in uh, in Chicago, and the waitress was being a waitress. Right. In my mind, like she's refilling my drink. She's taking, you know, but she was just being a waitress and she leave the table and the others at the table are like, dude, she's into you. And I'm like, she's a waitress. Of course, she's supposed to be she nice. She brought me waffles. Right. That's what I asked her to right. do. Right. Right. <laughs> like, you know, but it's like, like, dude. And I'm like, no, no. And so, yeah, it was uh, that evening went as I paid the check and left a tip and left. And, uh, Whatever, <laughs> but but yeah, it was every like all even like there were several girls there that are like, dude, like Oz, she likes you, and I'm like, no, she doesn't. She's just being nice. She's a waitress. So uh, yeah, so I I can associate with that as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, and so yeah, Grandpa is just weird. He's this inventor and he's got a bunker in the basement to survive yeah. christmas it's another, another kind of gremlins uh thing yeah doing, making wacky uh inventions exactly yeah, yeah he's just he's just doing weird stuff meanwhile like santa is just making his way through hell township literally just just carving the town up for yeah. no <laughs> for no reason um so uh you know he grandpa or nick asked grandpa why he hates christmas so much um and Grandpa whips out the Book of Claws, which was the book that we were introduced with into or introduced to it in the opening credits. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so this is where we get the basis of the movie. We've seen Santa go on this killing spree. Um, and he's riding his hell deer and whatever. <laughs> hell deer. <laughs> uh, but this is where Grandpa lays down the the story. Yes. That, here, here's exposition time. Yes. Santa was the result of, you know, that uh, that Jesus was not the only virgin birth. Yeah, there was two. Yeah, Santa was also a virgin birth, only this was Satan. Satan was his dad. Get it? Because Santa and Satan... They even do that when they drop the title. They start with Satan's sleigh and then rearrange the letters. Like, like no one's ever thought of that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, up until that, that life-changing curling match <laughs> christmas was the day of slaying up until ad 1005 and that is when some mysterious angel that we will not come back to at any point in this show kidding um they have this curling match and i i will i will admit though i really enjoyed this like like Dollar Tree version of Rankin and Bass's yeah, animation yeah. sequence. I almost threw Kill Bill in my movie marriage for this okay. alone as yeah. the backstory of Orin Ishii. Um, <laughs> but but I'm like, eh, that's a little obscure. Scream and Kill Bill don't really touch on as yeah. much as Rankin and Bass and Bad Santa. I was, I was wondering if, if some kind of Rankin and Bass reference was yeah. going to come up. But, but yeah. it was it was fun. Clearly it wasn't well done, but it was done well enough. And yeah. it, was, it was fun. It was, like, it was supposed to, like, that's the point. It's yeah. supposed to be close enough. Yeah, and so it was fun because they've got, you know, they've got their little marionette puppets out there. And mm-hmm. <laughs> they're having a, a curling match where, where Sa- Santa went first and got his, like, so close to the edge of the hole. But then the angel went and knocked his into the hole Winning the contest, which Santa then had to be had to deliver presents on Christmas for the next thousand years, until two thousand five, when Santa is free to kill again. Yep. Hence, where we are now. Um, so, one of the people in town that Santa had killed was the deli owner. Took his menorah and stabbed him to the wall with it. Yeah. Walks out as he sees a bunch of Hasidic Jews walking down the road. To which someone references them being Amish. Like, it's yeah. just, get it? It's funny. Uh-huh. Um, and so, uh, Nicholas goes to the deli for reasons we don't know. Um, to, uh, to find the dead body, I suppose. The police show up, um, make some cracks about whatever. Uh, and they, yeah, take... they, didn't, they didn't seem too concerned. Or, no, or, or not anything. really. It was the police that made the comments about the Amish people. Yeah. Which, of course, were the, the Jews. The Jewish people. Uh, they take Nicholas to the police station to question him about the murder. Um, Mary or Mac bails him out. He wasn't really ever even under arrest, but she bails him out. Yeah. Uh, Santa shows up, kills all the officers because that's this movie. It's Nicholas and Mac are going to be one very brief step ahead of where Santa's at. Yeah. That's um, pretty much it. It's Terminator only on a shoestring budget. Um, well, and the police scene was kind of Terminator-esque as well. Oh, yeah. Just, just busting in and yeah. taking everybody out. For sure. Um, so, Nick Nick and Mac are making... They're just... They're not even really making a getaway. Because they don't... They're just driving. And mm-hmm. then <laughs> Santa had stolen a police car. Uh, and is now after... 
he's after them. Despite having a flying hell beast, he's now pursuing them in a squad car. Mm-hmm. Uh, to where he ends up in the back of their truck. Uh, there's a shotgun in the truck. Mac ends up shooting Santa. And he falls in the road and rolls like a T-1000. It was very T-1000. Very much so, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for him to get up with his arms. You know, look look like, like the big crow. Right, exactly. And then come after him. So um, they go back to Grandpa to go down in the bunker. Um, Santa's still after. We don't even know why Santa's after these two. Just because. It's just because, I guess. Um, Nick and Mac escape with a snowmobile. Grandpa's going to be on pursuit, but Santa shows up and the hell beast, a hell deer, like runs over Santa or runs over Grandpa. Grandpa got run over by a hell deer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, uh, like Goldberg's delivery was the best he could do. Yes. Yeah. I will give him that. He, the, Uh the man gave it his all. He it just it just wasn't very much to begin with. Well, I mean, I think he he was doing exactly what was asked. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we're not talking about Martin Scorsese here. Like this is not <laughs> this is not Akira Kurosawa's Santa no. Slay. This is hey, I've got some money lined up and I want to make a movie. Um, you know, and that's about really what it was. So the teens take off on their snowmobile. Um, Santa's still in pursuit on his hell deer. Uh, he's, he's lobbing like 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 bombs that are in oh yeah boxes. <laughs> right. Like it's just, the movie is way more fun than it should be. Um, it 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 felt very like in some ways very trauma esque. Sure. Of like, look, we're not worried about the rating system. Let's just make the movie we want to make. Like, um, yeah. So Santa's on pursuit. The kids go hide out in a high, like a high school, uh-huh. with with a thinking like they actually have a pretty genius idea. Let's just hide and wait this out. Yeah, because they 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 use their science brain. Right, like, well, right. At the North Pole at this time, which yeah. is like our time. Yeah, it'll be past Christmas. So. Right. If we just wait it out, mm-hmm. then Santa will lose his powers. Um, they. He finds them, they drop that bit of nugget knowledge on him, and he's like, oh, the North Pole is where all time begins. I can, it'll be whatever time I want it to be. Uh Like, thanks, thanks, Goldberg. Um, (laughs) The part, it drives me nuts. They're running down a hallway away from him. They go through double doors and end up on the ice of a hot, like, what hallway don't, like, school hallway dumps out onto the ice. Yes, (laughs) <laughs> like just just right into the arena yeah like and it's i'd understand if they were like running from the locker room tunnel no they're running down like lockers and classrooms onto the ice um, i will say before that as well as they were running through the hallways um they they had like like for a moment santa turned into jason oh yeah like, like they're running one way and then like he steps out and like he's yeah, there that's and then right turn yeah. around and then he steps out in front of him i again. forgot about that because he's because <laughs> he's santa he's a little bit yeah. everywhere he's magic <laughs> so they're trying to gain their footing on the ice 
as Santa shows up in a Zamboni. <laughs> because because again, this is a high school, this is a Canadian public high school. Yeah. That has their own hockey rink and Zamboni. Movie. And in the school. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so Santa's now after them on a Zamboni. Um and who arrives? Grandpa. Grandpa, you thought he was dead. Grandpa arrives. Turns out Grandpa was the angel from a thousand years ago um, that battled Santa in the curling match for supremacy or whatever. Like, sure. Why Why a thousand years? Like, yeah, that's a long time, but you're an angel. Like, you know you'll be around in a thousand years. Why didn't you just make it for all time? Yeah. Um so they stop what they're doing to have a repeat curling match. This time, Grandpa is going to go first. Yes. So Grandpa throws his stone and it ends up right on the edge. Um, we think we know where this is going, but that's when Santa just picks up Grandpa and throws him. Yeah. And and the hole this time is actually a hole down to hell. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It shows Santa stamped his foot and right. made a hole to hell. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Directly under the ice of a Canadian high school. <laughs> In a suburb of Winnipeg. That's right. There's a portal to hell. Well, it is Hell Township, so sure. Um so he throws grandpa down the hole. Uh yeah. Um Christmas is now over. Mm-hmm. So their plan kind of worked. Um, Santa's going to flee. Not before Nick and Mac pull Grandpa out of the hole. But he can't leave the hockey rink now for some reason. But yeah, for reasons that are not explained. <laughs> it's kind of... It is. It's it's dumb, but it's like, oh, whatever. Like, yeah, I can't leave. Why? He was dressed as like... like a Celtic hooligan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like their hockey club. He loves, he loves it. But yeah, he was like head to toe, uh, white and like Kelly green. Mm-hmm. Um, like his, <laughs> his true angel colors, I guess. Sure. Um, why not? So Santa's going to flee on his hell deer only for Max father and all of his friends who we've already, we've already learned are like gun toters. Mm-hmm. Um, he shoots Santa down with a bazooka. Um, yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you heard that right. <laughs> shoots Santa down with a bazooka. They find Pastor Timmons is dead, which Santa had like. Pastor <laughs> Timmons was in a Santa suit, and they were together earlier anyway. He hit him by the head with a mallet. <laughs> he did just bonk. <laughs> so uh, Pastor Timmons is found dead in a Santa suit. Everybody just presumes he's the killer. Um, because he's there and we know Santa was doing the killing, uh, cut to an airport where Santa Claus, who's now just looks like Bill Goldberg. Yeah. Um, Bill Goldberg mixed with, uh, Undertaker, American BA. Uh, There you go. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he's getting ready to board a flight to the North pole. Um, that's that. (laughs) <laughs> yep, Nicholas makes a mention to Mac that Santa will be back next year, but I'm going to finish what Grandpa started, and then they kiss, and then uh, credits, and then after the credits, there's a short little blip where Santa is looking at his naughty list and then drops a Bill Goldbergian, who's next? 
<laughs> and uh, that's that's Santa's sleigh. That's that's 2005's Santa's sleigh. Yeah. All right, folks. At this point <laughs> in the show, I, I just shrug. That's all I got. <sighs> at, at this point in the show, Oz and I each give our own unique rating to the film in question, 2005's Santa's oh. sleigh. Oz, how would you rate this flick? I'm going to give this five Zambonis. Five Zambonis? Yeah. Okay. It, it, it was more fun. I had more fun with this than I expected to. <laughs> I, I think I had the right, mind, right frame of mind. I knew it wasn't going to be good, so I wasn't expecting it to be good. Yeah. Um, but I did find it more entertaining than I assumed. I like this way better than Ready to Rumble. <laughs> right i think you like i mean i i think you liked it a little better than me i found some parts funny yeah but it yeah i, it I had was, a hard time yeah. engaging with this one yeah don't get me wrong it's not yeah, like it, it's not going on repeat but yeah exactly but it's not it 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 wasn't the least entertaining movie we've done yeah. on the show i do like the trauma comparison it did yeah. it did feel like a trauma movie it, in a lot it, of ways it, it felt like a trauma it felt like it wanted to be a trauma movie sure like we'll push the we'll push the boundaries but because we still are, we're not our own production company, we do need to pull it back a little bit. Like yeah. Lloyd did whatever he wanted to do because he was putting the movie yeah. out. You know, but these guys are like, you know, like uh, the scene at the police station where um, he's talking to the one officer about the, like the police sergeant's name. Mm-hmm. And it was just real. That's really where the jerky boys came from. Yeah, it was just really low hanging, just really stupid, yeah. just stupid. Um, but it's like whatever, you know. Like, but there, it's like that felt very trauma esque. Mm-hmm. Um, but then trauma would have spelled the police sergeant's name the exact way they were pronouncing it. They wouldn't yeah. have. Yeah, so. <laughs> it would have been a play on words. It would have been exactly that. Yeah, and then probably made him look like the thing from Tromeo and Juliet, <laughs> <laughs> an actual one. So, yeah. uh, what's your rating? I'm gonna go with uh, let's go with 34 spears through a deli counter. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> 34 cursing old ladies. Yes, spears uh, through a deli counter. Spears through a deli counter. Uh, next up, folks, we've got Outside Insight. Oz and I have been scouring the interwebs looking for unprofessional reviews that tickle our funny bones, and we hope they tickle yours, too. Oz, what is your Outside Insight uh, for Santa's sleigh? I've got two of them. As do I. All right, no, good. No, I do, uh, no, I just, no, I do just have one. All right. The, the, fir- the first one is from Sammy W. from Letterbox. He's oh. a Letterbox Pro subscriber. Uh, this is a five-star review uh, from June 28th of last year. Anti-Semitic, ableist, racist, and absurdly offensive. But the action choreography and one-liners are kind of killer. Santa's a rampaging hate crimer. Send this script to Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> and my second one is uh, from Huck Robison. Ooh, the Huck Robison. The Huck Robison. Watched on Christmas Day of last year, he says, Creep of the crop in the, cri- <laughs> in the Christmas slasher genre. <laughs> oh, macho man. It's the cream of the crop. The cream of the crop. Me, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my two. What do you got? 
Uh, mine comes from the Internet Movie Database. It's a 10 out of 10 review. Ooh. This one comes from uh, from 2005, so this is probably on the heels of its original release. And this is from Gozer the Gozerian. Oh, boy. I <laughs> knew I knew Gozer had a favorite movie. <laughs> yep. Gozer crossed dimensions just to leave this review. <laughs> Santa did, too. So <laughs> One of the greatest Christmas movies ever. Up there with Scrooged and Die Hard. Okay. We were expecting to laugh at how bad it was, but we were amazed to find <laughs> that we were actually laughing the entire way through. Amazed. We, we kept having to ask each other what the last line of dialogue was because we missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Great gags, some fantastic cameos, and a Jewish wrestler playing Santa Claus, plus swearing children and swearing old ladies. A new holiday tradition. Oh, Gozer. <laughs> you frat boy. <laughs> oh, we just... <laughs> We kept asking what the last line was because we missed it. We well, were laughing so hard. <laughs> what did like, that old lady say? Well, therefore, therefore, wouldn't the first line of dialogue be the, the only line of dialogue you heard in the whole movie? Yeah, because you're too busy laughing at all the rest so of the hilarity. God. Look at that kid. He's cussing. <laughs> <laughs> What's that police officer's name? No oh, way. Oh, man. <laughs> And folks, it's that time of the show you've all been waiting for, the 321, our signature segment, where Oz and I each bring three goods, two bads, and one huh to the table regarding the movie in question and this week's Santa Slay. Oz, what are your three goods? Oh, my first one was thrown us for a loop by killing all of the known actors <laughs> in the opening scene. I did not see that coming, and kudos to those actors to take their paycheck and sure. let, cause like, it wasn't like they all got out unscathed. Like Bill Goldberg shoved a Turkey leg down James Conn's throat. Yep. Bill Goldberg took a bald headed Fran Drescher and <laughs> dunked her head in eggnog. Like, mm -hmm. you know, good for them. Uh, so that's my first good. My second one. I'm, I'm glad this movie did not take itself very seriously. Um, because I think if it were really trying to lay it on thick, it would have gone south in a hurry. And granted, it didn't go too far north to begin with. Um, so not taking it seriously is my second good. <laughs> and my third one, and I mentioned it earlier, the adult dancer names at the funeral service. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which ones can you say? <laughs> especially uh, Tess Tickler. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> and, Tess. Yeah, I know Tess and my, well. and my favorite one, Dixie Wreck. <laughs> I actually rewound the movie to hear him again just to hear Dave Thomas say those names as a preacher. I just I just found it like I caught the Dixie wrecked one uh and then rewound it because I'm like, what were the other ones? Because I know I missed them. Ten, I think I think Dixie served me flapjacks at Denny's last weekend. <laughs> she did, yeah. So Tess Tess Tickler. Tess, yep, Tess Tickler. <laughs> those are my three goods. What do you got? <laughs> my three goods. I'm gonna start with the uh the, the puppet stop motion sequence. Uh I I thought it was fun. We mentioned it yeah. earlier, you know, the the Rankin and Bass reference and and it was kind of a fun, just a fun little different way to tell mm -hmm. that part of the oh, story. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my first good. Uh, my second good is there's a very brief mention that Mac has a gay brother, so yay, progress! Uh, yeah, they, she did, she did. Uh-huh. 
Of course, the gay brother wasn't accepted by any of the other. No, members, no, they but... have guns. You can't have guns and gays. No, no, they don't. They, no. Those don't. That, that's like crossing the streams. That's true. If you go goes over the guards area, yeah. Uh-huh. So. Uh, and my last good, and this is so stupid. I don't know why this why this tickled my funny bone the way it did. So it's towards the end of the movie, and Dave Thomas is in Santa's sleigh, and he's just uh-huh. kind of he's just kind of coming to. Yeah. And Santa comes back outside from the school, and Dave Thomas just goes. Oh, I, had the, I had the most terrible nightmare. And then Santa just turns to him and goes, Visions of sugar plums? And then, <laughs> and then it hits him by the head with the hammer. <laughs> Such yeah, a dumb I line. Did, I, I did don't, I don't that. know why that, why that got me so much. It's just like, because, you know, he's kind of in, in like a, he's just in a daze, you know. Oh, yeah. he's, he's just, you know, you can see like the sparkles outside. Oh, of his yeah, he's, yeah. He's coming too. And then Goldberg just, Visions of sugar plums. <laughs> He had a lot. He did have a lot of fun making uh, yeah, this. He did. You could tell. So that was my my third good. So Oz, uh, what are your two bads? Uh, my first one is just the movie being offensive just for offensive sake. Yes, like, it's just uh-huh. unneeded. Like it added nothing to any character. It added nothing to the plot. You you weren't dealing with homophobia. You were. You know, it's like none of that mattered in this movie. This isn't. This isn't like. American Beauty, where Chris Cooper was extremely homophobic and, you know, was trying to work his way through that. Like, this was just, you threw it in there just to be offensive. Um, And my second one is, (laughs) it's a bad that's masked kind of as a good. Uh, A little preface here. One of the, one of the early CDs that I had purchased, I got really excited when I found um, a multi-disc set of the soundtrack to all the Rocky movies. Okay. Okay. So I snatched it up at Sam Goody. I was excited. Um, and I I remember getting up to the car, popping it in. And this was my first taste of making sure you read closely. Uh, cover band. They were uh, all okay. terrible from oh, a cover band. Oh, that stinks. Yes. Oh. Yes. And and it's I, I couldn't even listen to it. Like, I was, I was, of course, a high school jock. So I the Tiger was one of my jams. Mm-hmm. But not this one. It was just terrible. So my second bad is all of the Christmas music in this movie that they did that they could not afford the rights to. So they just had some terrible cover band rock it out. Like yeah. it, it, it definitely fit the movie because the music was terrible, but the movie was also terrible. So it wasn't like. You're, you're taking these great Christmas songs and placing them into this turd. Um, so that's my second bad is the music was terrible, but it fit. Like it was mm-hmm. upbeat and they tried, like they tried to do something different with the music. Um, but it just was bad. Yeah. <laughs> and scenes and it, like it stuck out like, like the snowmobile Santa pursuit um, I don't remember what song it was, but it was enough that it, it like took me out of the scene as I was like, God, this song's terrible. Yeah, I, I remember that happening several times as well with me. Yeah. So what what are your two bads? My two bads. Uh the first one is like you, you think that like that big book that they have, you think that's gonna be like the like a MacGuffin or something like right, that. Right. Like, yeah. Like the only way to get rid of Santa, you know, we gotta burn the book or yeah. you know, something like that. The book was just 
it was unnecessary. It was just there, yeah. Yeah, like it was this big thing, and and Nick even or whatever his name was, Nick. Was Nick? Yeah, Nick. Yeah, he even found it like at in, like in the debris of the sled. Yeah, uh, or the sleigh, and like he picks it up, and you think that like they're gonna have to do something with it to finally end the threat of Santa. No. And... Nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> There it was. Just yeah, yeah, and the, I'll even the book of out. claws <laughs> exactly. And I'll even just tack onto that. The ending was bad. It just like ended. Oh yeah, yeah. I it's like, like they it ran was, it they ran out abrupt. of they ran out of film and yeah. then just well, I guess we're done. Yeah, it was just a very abrupt ending. Uh, my other bad, and I and I had this down as a huh. I'm gonna use it as a bad here. Um, so Nick was uh, Nick heard over a, like a radio like a radio like a police scanner. Yeah. By the way, when he was at the gas store with at the gas oh yeah yeah with, 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 with Tiny Lister with Zeus, <laughs> you know this this month really uh-huh. does sandwich everything together. It does. We, yeah, we I was had, thinking about that too. We yeah. had we had Scott Con and, and Goldberg last week. We've got uh-huh. James Con and Goldberg and Tim yep. Tiny Lister this week. Uh-huh. In a couple of weeks, we'll be back with Tiny Lister. Yep. Yeah, it's <laughs> it really is like there's a. There's a genre here that yeah, there is. they all a, they just kind of live in. There's definitely a through line that goes beyond our yeah, theme. For yeah, sure. <laughs> unintentionally. So so Nick hears over the police scanner with Tidy Lister. <laughs> uh, there's there's vandalism down at Mr. Green's deli. And then so he goes there and he somehow beats the cops. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, across the street. Yeah. <laughs> so like the police scanner's like, yeah, okay, there's something, something. And he gets there. And and then he get, and then they take him in for questioning, right? Like I, I, <laughs> I, I, get, I know that you know the pacing and the sequencing in the movies like this don't really matter, but right. like, that one, like, wait yeah, a it's, second, it's stuck out. They, yeah, yeah. You can argue it's just a goof, but I'm I'm gonna classify it as a bad. Fair enough. So Oz, <laughs> what is your one huh for Santa's sleigh? Um, <laughs> were were Nick and Mac? ever really going to be afraid of what was going on in their town <laughs> like the, at no point did they ever even look scared like yeah. i think the most the most afraid nick was is when he was trying to figure out how to work the shotgun in max truck yeah yeah or what trying to figure out what to do with max uh, you know forward approaches like um <laughs> you yeah, want me to what <laughs> right it's just like like Santa is murdering people in your town. I don't care if it's a real Santa or not. Like someone dressed as Santa is murdering the entire town. Please, everyone, um, <laughs> show some urgency. And and yeah, and they're just hanging out. Like it's that's my huh. It's like were they ever going to be afraid? Like even even bad actors and actresses in low budget horror films. Like we're talking like. Friday the 13th sequels or whatever, they at least put a look of fear on their face occasionally. Yeah. These kids are just like, let's go to the high school. Let's go see Grandpa. <laughs> he killed mm-hmm. Mr. Green. Um, I don't know how to shoot a shotgun. It's like there was just no no dread ever. Yeah. So that's my hunt. What's yours? My hunt is how exactly does the Grandpa slash Angel's family tree work? Like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. a thousand years ago, you know, he was, he was like elderly ish and, you know, they had the whole like curling game and whatnot. Yeah. And then later he's telling Nick, like, I really loved your grandma. Yeah. And, and Nick is like the last Yule son. Yeah. But like, so 
how old was G Grandma when she met? How old was Grandpa Angel? And yeah, I, I think had... I think this is a this is more of like a Twilight thing, uh -huh. where you've got the vampire that's hundreds of years old praying after a teen. Only she, Grandma wasn't probably a teen; she was probably of age. But yeah, Grandpa just like rode the pine for I don't know. <laughs> You know, 900 plus years. Yeah, for, for, for 970 years. <laughs> and then decided, ah, oh, I better get busy. <laughs> he started legging out Otis Nixon triples. <laughs> exactly. I wonder if he met Grandma at the uh, Gentleman's Club. She was probably performing. I wonder if she was the aforementioned testicular. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been. Grandma, yeah. We know, yeah grandma, was, they're just divorced. She still lived in town and she danced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta pay them bills. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I ain't got none of that angel money. I mean, they're obviously paying a lot of money to the local school district if they have their own hockey <laughs> right, rink in <right>. Zamboni. Property <laughs> taxes in that town. taxes in that town. In that Canadian town. You know what? And I didn't see anybody's faces move like Canadians do in South Park. Yeah. <laughs> I was disappointed. Yeah. Uh, that, that really speaks to the quality health care they have. That's, that's true. It's really single-payer system can't work for them. It's true. <laughs> Come a long way. You could even get your jaw fused back together. <laughs> so you're not a couple of talking coconut shells. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> uh, when, uh, when, when my now eight-year-old was younger... Uh, my wife and I would sing uh, the ABCs to her, and we would do we would do the, we would do the English, the regular English version, and then we would do the French version because my wife took French at high school. Okay, and then we would do the French Canadian version. Okay, <laughs> in which we would uh, every time we got to the letters that South Park mispronounces, we would do that. So like, <laughs> like uh, was it like W X and hey. <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> Poor B. Yeah, that really explains a lot with her. <laughs> this really was my fault. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Well, well that was Santa Slay. That's folks. Santa Slay, everybody. That's, that's Santa Slay. We watched it so you don't have to. <laughs> exactly. You're welcome. It's hey, <laughs> our public service yeah. for the month. Like, it, I don't know. I'm still sitting here like it's, it doesn't have a soft spot for me, but. It really wasn't as terrible as I was expecting it to be. Yeah. Like, I'll and, give it and, that. And, and and I'll go just based on expectations. I expected Ready to Rumble to be a little better and was let down. This one I was like, I, oh, okay. I, I will say I enjoyed Santa Slay better than Ready to Rumble. Yeah, we, I, we had to rank. Yeah. Yeah. I, I expected Ready to Rumble just because it had some money behind it. I expected it to be a little better. Well, well and, and as we talked about last week, you know, like we expected it to be this kind of jaunty, bouncy. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. And all it was was dumb. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It left the jaunty and bounciness out. So, uh, but we will be back next week with your <laughs> yes, next we will. pick. With your next pick, uh, a movie I have not seen before. Um, oh, and and I watched it earlier today, so I it, it's definitely better than Ready to Rumble. Oh, that's uh, good. Different from Santa Slay. Well, I'd hope so. <laughs> yeah, much different from Santa Slay. So, what are we watching next week? Next week, the wrestler in movie movie that we are watching is 1988's Rowdy Roddy Piper starring no not they live nope hell comes to frogtown that's right hell comes to frogtown 88 was a busy year for piper 
was it busy? What else do you have going on at it? Was, it, it, was, they, was they, they live? live? Yeah, they live and hell comes to Frogtown. Yeah, uh, this movie takes place in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and another one of those where just, I don't, I really don't know anything about it, but um, like Roddy Piper's name is Sam Hell. Uh-huh. Like it's one here's, of those. Here, here's the tip of the iceberg, guys. Okay, and here and here's the uh, here's what we'll leave our our listeners and viewers wanting more with. So we're post-apocalyptic, and most people are now sterile. Okay. Sam Hell is not. Ooh, so it's like inverse Children of Men. Yes, that, that's one way to put it. Yeah. You may have just taken something from my movie Marriage as well, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, I might sorry. use it anyways. Sorry, so, <laughs> nobody listens to our show two weeks in a row. You're fine. No, no, we're good. <laughs> I see that uh, Sandal Bergman's in this too. Sandal Bergman is in this movie, and she does. I'll just say she does some heavy lifting. Okay, well, <laughs> although Roddy Roddy Piper, I believe, is a decent actor. He. I don't know. Gets, Again, I've really yeah. only seen him on in the squared circle and in They Live. And I'm going to give John mm-hmm. Carpenter a lot of credit for They Live. Sure. Uh, <laughs> um, so, all right. So, <laughs> so Roddy, okay. Roddy Piper is the only fertile man in a post-apocalyptic fertile wasteland. Infertility yeah. wasteland. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, th- there, I, are, there are, there's a branch of the government that just tracks people down to procreate good for roddy piper yep so does he re- does does he repopulate the the, the planet oh i mean i we'll we'll see well i'll okay. i'll i'll hang in there don't I want will, you to spoil it i will say that for the bulk of the movie he's a he's wearing a uh, a cod piece that has plastique in it oh okay and i'm not kidding I believe you. I believe you. Mm-hmm. So, well, hell comes to Frogtown. Hell comes to Frogtown. I'm kind of excited because I like it's, 80s movies and it's I like fun. Yeah, I like I do like I just like dumb premises. Like And this just, is a dumb premise. Yep. I'm like, let's see you deliver. I just I think the 80s was a heyday. Like the yep. other, you know, my other podcast, um I've been churning away at some and uh Next week's our next episode is on a like a eighty a nineteen eighty one movie. I don't know anything about it called Madhouse. Um, and but it, I got excited because it was English language filmed in Italy, and I just got. I, <laughs> but but I just get really excited by that. I was even going. I was even telling Courtney. I'm like, oh, I hope it's dubbed. Oh, yeah. I hope it's dubbed. I just because. There was an era there in the late 70s, early 80s, where they were pumping out a lot of Italian horror films from Italy, mm-hmm. like Lucio Fulci and yep. Mario Bava or whatever, and just all those like Giallo movies. But they dubbed them all into English. And I'm like, oh, I hope this movie's dubbed. Because I just I just love them. I don't know why. They're not good, but I just love they have a different feel to them. They just and, and, do. And like a different kind of suspense. Yeah, yeah. Fulci, Bava, Argento. Yeah. This is not any of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Uh, um, uh, hold on, let me look up. This is Madhouse 1981. This this is uh, Ovidio Asinitis. 
Oh, of the famous Asinitis film family. Yes. I had to read that name a couple of times because I'm like, is this guy playing with us? But nope. His, <laughs> his at, director of photography is uh, Tess Tickler. Right, right. <laughs> D- Dixie Rect is on the cast. Uh, Ovidio Asinitis was born in Alexandria, Egypt. Hmm. He's made known. His way, he made his way across the Mediterranean. <laughs> he's known for he produced uh, Beyond the Door, which is, I believe, a Fulci movie. Nope, <laughs> nope. He directed that one too. I have that movie. I just haven't seen it. Um, the Visitor, Ch- Choke Canyon, and <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, I just I want to see that movie just based on the Choke title. Choke Canyon. Uh, a cowboy. In quotes, a cowboy scientist is fighting a corporation who wants to dump atomic waste on a piece of land he has leased. Mm. Starring uh, Lance Henriksen, Bo Svensson. Um, Other names, like faces I've seen, but not, but yeah. Lance Henriksen, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Bo Bo Svensson uh, is a name. He was... uh, he was the Reverend in the Kill Bill movies. Okay, okay. He was also in Inglorious Bastards, North Dallas Forty. One of those guys that I I imagine I imagine a younger Quentin Tarantino probably saw a movie like Choke Canyon mm-hmm. and was like, "If I get a chance to work with Bose Fenson, you know, like that kind of." Yeah. Um, <laughs> in thirty eight years, I'm going to cast him. Right. Exactly. Why not? So. But, you know, I'm excited, though, for this one. I hope it's it's a, like Madhouse. Uh, hour and a half, 5.5 on IMDb. A woman is pursued by her murderous, psychopathic twin sister in the days leading up to their birthday. Hmm. It's, it's an 80s movie, so you know the poster art's really cool. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm trying to keep my expectations in check because I don't want it to be bad. You don't want it to. You don't want this to turn into a ready to rumble situation. I just, I just but I, I just hope it feels enough Giallo esque. Sure. That you know, because I, because it'll be another first for Courtney to watch another Giallo. You know, her somebody's first eyeball better have a have a piece of wood go exactly. through it. Exactly. Like there better be black leather gloves somewhere in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, until that though, we're going to be watching Hell Comes to Frogtown. <laughs> yeah, we are. And then we're going to finish up. With the greatest wrestler in movie, <laughs> movie of all time. And we will debut that next week. Yes, uh, we will. Until then, you guys can catch us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. There is a link to Patreon down below. If you'd like to uh, throw some uh, money in our coffers, we would uh, always appreciate it. And say your name and perhaps even let you have access to our bonus episodes. We need oh, to film and they a- are all winners. All we need, bonus to, we need to film some more bonus episodes. I don't even know. I, I don't even know if anybody listens to the bonus episodes. I'll have to reach out to uh, uh, it was Don S and, and Mandy K. Yeah, the only two with access to the bonus episodes to see if they even listen to them. Um, if not, we may have to come up with a bonus, another bonus episode idea. A bonus for the bonus. That's right, bonuses. So, uh, but that's it for let's talk about flicks. I'm Oz. I'm Curtis, and we'll see you next week with Hell Comes to Frogtown.